This is Daylight Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. We will glorify the Lamb. We will glorify the Lord of Lords, who is the Great I Am. Lord Jehovah reigns in majesty. We will bow before His throne. We will worship Him in righteousness. We will worship Him alone. segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. In the stream of massive confusion shall stem your solution. In the midst of condemnation comes Christ's commendation. It all looks problematic, but so shall your change be dramatic. It looks too traumatic, but your favorite time will be automatic. It looks enduringly pandemic, but now comes your pan-medic. Too many postponements, but here comes the divine appointment. It looks so turbulent a situation, but here stands the one omnipotent. It is true that many people are instigating ill, but all of them he's negating. Reflections by Emmanuel Quay.
Hello, cherished listener. We welcome you to our daily devotional series. And by His grace, He has given us another lesson. And this lesson is titled, Paul and the Rebellion. Paul and the Rebellion. As we've been going through this study, we've studied a lot about Adam and Jesus Christ, and also the church building. Today, by the grace of God, what we're discussing is titled, The Church as a Body. The Church as a Body. I hope by the grace of God, at the end of this discussion, you have a word for a life to the glory of God. I am your host, Blessed Anno, and with me here is our pastor, Pastor Solomon Apia. Pastor, you're welcome. Thank you. There is a key test that I will remind you of it, and it's found in 1 Corinthians 15:54. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54. And the word of God says, When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. Then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Today, as we go through our study, the church as a body. The role and functions of the church are clearly spelled out in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Here we find the church likened to a body, and with the role of each of its members clearly defined and working together as a harmonious whole. According to 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Pastor, as we look at the church as a body, what do you have to tell? The church as a body. We have been looking at um, how the great controversy plays, even in the life of Paul the Apostle. And we have noted on Sunday and yesterday that Paul himself recognizes that the great controversy was playing both in the lives of individuals to whom he was ministering, and to the organized churches. And so the great controversy, as we should get to understand by now, is not only something that plays out in the lives of individuals, but wherever we come together as a body of believers, the great controversy plays in there too. And so this lesson, the church as a body, we want to see how the great controversy rages even within the church, the church of God. Okay, so looking at the great controversy even among church members or the church of God, as in, if you look at First Corinthians chapter 12, from verses 14, 26, it gives us a glimpse as the one body with many parts. It gives us a scenario as we have the head, we have the eye, we have the ears and nothing, but all joined together forming the same body. What is the essential message in this test for us? Yes. You see, uh, this is a very brilliant metaphor that Paul uses to describe what goes on in the church. In the church, there are different spiritual gifts that have been bestowed by God. You realize that in Acts chapter 2, when the people uh, wanted to be baptized, after Peter had preached the message, he told them that they came to ask Peter, what should we do? And Peter said that, Repent each one of you and be baptized that you may receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, we should understand that baptism is uh, what qualifies a person to become a member of the church. And at, at the point of baptism, the Holy Spirit bestows a spiritual gift to the person who has just been baptized. And so as many of us that have been baptized into the church have been given spiritual gifts. 
And these spiritual gifts are diverse. There are people who are gifted in various ways. There are some who are knowledgeable in the scripture. There are some who are knowledgeable in spiritual things. They are able to discern. There are those who have the gift of tongues speaking in different languages to explain the gospel to other people. And various different uh, gifts that are bestowed by the Holy Spirit. And each of these persons who have been granted these gifts by the Holy Spirit find themselves within the church. Now, in this metaphor, Paul wonders what would happen if in the whole church it is only one gift that is available. If it is only one gift that is available, for instance, you are gifted in singing. So if we come to church and because you are the only one who has been gifted, then every day we come to church and sing and sing and sing without doing any other thing. Then Paul is wondering, what will happen to the church? So he compares the church to the human body. The human body has the eye, the nose, the mouth, the ear, the hands, and the limbs, the legs. Each of these individual parts come together to make the whole body now the body is not separated all of these parts together come to make the body and the body is one but these individual parts must have to play their roles in order for the body to be complete and so paul says that yes you have the gift of singing i have the gift of speaking you have the gift of interpretation another person has the gift of explaining the scriptures so each of these gifts must have to come together in order to build the church but unfortunately in our day there are those in the church who are like jacks of all trades jack of all trades they they want to be the ones actively doing every other thing in the church so will that really cause a problem because if I'm gifted. I I believe one person might have more than one gift. Exactly. So if the person has two, three, four gifts, yeah. will it be wrong demonstrating or using it effectively in the church? Yes. You see, uh, the, the variety of gifts that we have um, accords us the opportunity to also impact to other people. The fact that you have a variety of spiritual gifts doesn't mean somebody else doesn't have it. Okay. And so... When we come together, that is why it is important that as a church, we try to uh, discover the gifts of everybody so that we can put people in the right positions. That is why even in the church, we have various departments. Right. Thank you, dear listener. And thank you, Pastor, for being our special guest and leading us through this wonderful lesson that the church as a body is indeed a body unified in Christ. Therefore, we need to be in harmony, live in harmony with one another so that all the time, because we depend on ourselves to the glory of God, our lives will glorify Him. Dear listener, I hope by the grace of God you've gotten a word for today and you, by the grace of God and the strength He has given to us, you will live by it. As you go on your daily duties today, remember always that you are part of this unified body in Christ. So you do your honest part in whatever situation or whatever role you need to play in the church to bring glory and honor to God and also strengthen others in the church to function very well to the glory of God. We are very grateful that you join us today and we hope that by the grace of God tomorrow you shall, you will join us again as you go through the study again. Tomorrow by the grace of God what we we'll look at is the armor of God. 
the armor of God. May the good Lord bless you as we bring our lesson to a close hour. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
According to his riches that's found in Jesus Christ He is meeting all our needs and he has paid the price No matter what we hope for or what we need in life God will give us all we need through Jesus' sacrifice Who's gonna meet your needs? Jesus! Who's gonna meet your needs? I believe that Jesus weeps Who's gonna meet your needs? Coming up next is the moment of truth. Watching for you and welcome back once again to Moment of Truth. I'm your humble servant, Dazi Ernest. And let us bow for a word of prayer. Father Divine, this morning once again we thank you for our life, for making it possible for us to meet also this day, to come and dive and browse through the scriptures. We say, come give us knowledge, wisdom and understanding in your word. And at the end, as you have spoken to us, we will give glory to your holy name. We thank you for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today, we are going to pay a visit to the smallest animal who is also a professor to you and I, a professor to all humanity. And the title of our message today is A Visit to the Ant Hill. A Visit to the Ant Hill. Our memory verse is also taken from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 to 8, and I read, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its way and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer, no ruler. Yet it stores its provisions in summer and gather its food at harvest. Beloved, today I want us to share some lessons from the ant as you and I journey through the bush to just pay a visit to the ant hill. For years now, I've been reading the scriptures, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 7, and I've been pondering on things. One thing that triggered me to study about ants is consider its way and be wise. This caused me to study about ants, and I got to know a lot of, a lot of things about ants that as human beings, beloved, when we consider it and move and study this philosophy of ants, we are going to fully be blessed. That is why this morning I want to share with you as you journey together with me to the ant hill. I was totally amazed how this smallest creature on earth can become one of the best professor for you and I today. So many of us, we have got to know that after my studies, a lot of things and great pursue can be taken from the lessons of the ant. So the ant, the spelling of ant, A-N-T-S, have developed an acronym for ant. And A, after we've gone through all this acronym, we are going to know the attitude of an ant and the lessons that we are going to draw from them. 
for A, we said attitude of in initiative. Ants do not need a commander or someone to watch over them. That is the attitude of initiative. They do not need any commander. They also don't need a boss or a foreman to keep them busy, but rather they are busy by nature. As we compare this saying to that of the sluggard or our attitude today, we can see that there are a lot of lessons we can learn. The sluggard will say, oh, I will just take a longer nap. I will just stay in bed a little longer. Beloved, it takes the alarm clock to awake up or to wake up the sluggard from his bed. So as a Christian, I want to ask you a question that do you also need a commander to just tell you what to do before you do? It ought not to be so. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to have someone, we don't need to have someone who will check upon us to our daily activities. No, as believers of Christ, we need not to wait for someone to feed us with the word of God so that we will be fed by them. No. So most Christians of our world today, they mostly either listen to the word of God on the radio or on a television. But the truth is, we also need to gather or read the word of God for ourselves. And when we finish with the attitude of integrity, we said, with the nature of integrity, ants work faithfully and no outsider accountability to keep them doing the right thing. As human beings, we just need some people to just tell us to do the right thing before we do, but ants, they need no other people to tell them to do the right thing. They do their work faithfully. When we get to the T, test for industry. As human beings, we also always compare our time or ourselves with things that do not go well in our way. We do complain a lot because things do not pass through our way. But these ants, with a test of industry, they do not complain when things do not go their way. But rather, let me say, when their building gets damaged, they gather together, then they build once again. So as human beings, we need to learn that we need not to complain a lot from the ants' lesson. S, source of insight. With source of insight, ants always make plans for their life. They plan for the presence to face conditions that will arise in future. That is why they gather their food during the dry season so that at the rainy season they will get something in store to feed themselves on. So coming to a conclusion of our today's lesson, a visit to the anthill. I know and you've learned that after we have paid a visit to the anthill, one, the ants need no commander. Two, the ants do not need someone to watch over him or over their shoulders before they do the right thing. Three, ants do not complain when things do not go their way. The last one says, ants also plan for the future. So beloved, as a Christian, we also need to develop such character. And I bet you, it will help us in our work with our God when we develop the character of the ants and move by it. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you safe on his wings as you journey together with me 
as we have learned the lessons from the ant hill and we are going to apply it to our life. Beloved, may the Lord bless you as you have studied the lessons together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let us have a word of prayer then. Lord Father Almighty, we thank you for great lessons you've given us this morning from the ant. Please help us abide by these lessons in order to move on with our Christian journey faithfully today. We thank you for this moment of truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>